Well, good morning, everybody. It is Amy here on the Amy Mills Live Show. Thank you so much for getting up early and and meeting with us. Um, If you're listening to a podcast, then I don't know what time you're listening to us, but welcome anyway. We do podcast all of our shows at amymillslive.com, or you can go through Spirit 105.9 and grab them up also and take them with you. Today is a super special day for me because I have another one of my pastors in the house, Miss Melissa Malou. Hut. That's an awesome name. Thank you. Thank you. So happy <laughs> to be got, here. I know you just got married I did. Like, days ago. I did. A wow. month. A wow. month ago. Wow. Yeah. So good. Thank you. Um, so you are the worship pastor. That's right. At Expression Church. Guys, um, that is my church that I'm totally madly <laughs> in love with. They are over in Cedar Park off of Hatch Road. If you need a um, church that is full of life and um, just support you in every way, I would recommend that you go there today. Just get your clothes on and go. Um, but we want to talk today to Melissa about not only her journey, but also just about your passion for worship and, you know, where that comes from. So mm-hmm. just kind of get me started because I don't know anything about, um, you know, your faith journey. Yeah, yeah. Um, so share that with us. Yeah, definitely. Well, it all started back in 1986. <laughs> Just kidding. That's when I was born. But, uh, you know, I it honestly did start when I was born in mm-hmm. in um, my mother's womb. Uh, my parents are pastors. And so um, ever since I was little, they were praying over me, putting Mm -hmm. little headphones on my mom's Mm -hmm. belly and pumping worship music in and just believing and praying God that I would be a worshiper. Mm -hmm. Um, My mother was actually a worship leader and my father was the pastor of of our church in California. And growing up, I loved to sing. I was in choir and Mm -hmm. I just loved singing with my mom. And everywhere we would go, we would sing just in the car. (laughs) We would be rocking on the rocking chair, wherever it was, we would sing. And I would practice my harmonies and my mom would sing the melody. And the funny thing is looking back on that, I just see the preparation of what God was doing in my life. But growing up, Mm -hmm. I never wanted to be in ministry. I just Mm -hmm. saw my parents in it and thought that, you know, that was great, but that wasn't my path. And I wanted to do my own thing and I didn't want it set out for me. Right. You know? Yeah, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. <laughs> yeah. So I kind of wanted to, to do my own thing. And it's just funny how the Lord prepares you, but also really does give you the desires of your heart just in a different way. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't know that I, I wanted it this way, but now that I have it this mm-hmm. way and I'm following what the Lord has for me, mm-hmm. it's better than anything I could have plan for myself. Wow. And so um, growing up, you know, got involved in my own local church, just serving in youth group and and uh, singing along with the youth band. And, you know, you just kind of fill in where there's a need. Yeah. And um, I would really say that the Lord is the promoter. I mm-hmm. mean, if you're faithful and you just you do when, what you're asked mm-hmm. and, and you excel at it and you're, you bring your excellence and a pure heart, the Lord is the promoter. And so I never once had to go, I want to lead or I want to be in charge. It was just really God. And a lot wow. of times it was like, hey, I'll take the mic, but I'm going to go behind the bush over there on the, <laughs> on the stage. I want to hide, you know, and <laughs> it was really the Lord that, that had to pull that out of me and, and good leaders that um, I was submitted to that pulled that out of me. For sure. But that's how it all kind of started was was back in California growing up. Um, and then when we were, um, gosh, what year? 2013, 2012, 2013. Um, my brother, Ryan, and, and Dana, my sister-in-law, uh, felt called to plant a church here in Austin. And so they called me up, and I had been in the worship ministry at my previous church leading mm. um, for almost eight years. 
prior to this, but I wasn't in charge. I was just one of the worship leaders. Okay. Um, and so they they called me up and really asked me to seek God and pray and say, you know, we want you to be the head of our worship department. Would you consider mm. launching and planning a church with us in Austin, Texas? And I was living in L.A. at the time, and my parents were there, and everything I had ever known was there, and I never thought I would leave Los Angeles. I mean, people moved to California, not away from right. California. Yeah, they either moved to California or Austin. Right. <laughs> those are the two, <laughs> or the they two. or they go in between yeah. those two, right? <laughs> and true. so I never thought I would leave, but I just asked the Lord, and, and he was so clear that this was the step I was supposed to take. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we just started me and the acoustic guitar in the house and had Bible study and you know, I, I, I play barely is what I like to say. I, I play enough acoustic to get by, but, you know, I'm not wow. great. And the Lord was so good. I had told him before I came to Austin, I said, God, if this is you, you're going to have to provide mm. the band. You're going to have to provide the people. I and mean, what do I do? Go on Craigslist and go, hey, worship band, you know, come be part of my band. Yeah. Like, Pastor Dana <laughs> told me a little of that story, which I want to go to in our next segment. But um, and I've heard that, you know, I mean, but God, I, I've always heard he makes room for your gift. Yeah. You know, and I mean, I've seen that proved in my life. And yeah. and um, I mean, I never dreamed that I would want to do ministry, you know, from right. sunup to sundown. I was right. an entrepreneur. I have a very entrepreneurial brain. And yeah, sure. Just wanted to, you know, I wanted to own a bunch of companies and I just wanted to be, you know, the boss chick and do business. <laughs> and I thought that would be so fun. And oh, awesome. yeah. And, um, and, so, but, you know, then, and then you realize that you have these gifts, right? Yeah. yeah. And, um, he makes room for those gifts. Yep. Yeah. But when you're in your gift, yeah, it's so easy, mm-hmm. right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's just so easy. Like I could do this all day long. Yes. And when I'm yes. speaking to a group of people, I could do it all day long. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. And so. It's so good about walking in your own lane and finding that gift that God has given mm-hmm. you because it's different for everybody. Yeah. But when you find it, it's like you're truly living. Right. You know, you're really alive. And actually, you're not depleted at the end of the day. You're right. more filled up than yeah. when you started because yeah. you're doing God's put you on the earth to do. It's really, it's, it's energizing, you know, and, um, uh, it's, it's just really, it just, like you said, it pumps life back into you as you're Mm -hmm. giving out that gift. It's like, God's giving you back life. He sure does. Um, he's filling you back up to keep giving that gift. Yeah. So it's cool. But I think about that story you just told me and I see you up there worshiping on the stage. And I mean, I can't even imagine that you never dream you would do that because it's just, when you're in that zone, like, yeah. I mean, it's just beautiful. It's perfection. It's amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I have an amazing team that, mm-hmm. that makes me look really good. Well, you do but have a good team. We have incredible, <laughs> incredible people. Um, but there is something supernatural that the Lord does. Mm-hmm. You know, he anoints you for certain things. And, and I do feel like you're walking in that grace mm-hmm. um, when you follow the gifting that he's given you. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, it, it, it's an incredible thing. I, I could do it all day. For sure. And we were talking to a group of women about um, their calling and just their purpose and those types of things. And, you know, it's so interesting that sometimes people feel like if they do what God wants them to do, it's going to be something they don't want to do. Right. You know, <laughs> and I'm like, right. that's not God. Yeah. Like, you know, God's not God wants to put you in that zone mm-hmm. that is so fulfilling and so mm-hmm. life giving. Like he made you for that. Yes. yes. And when you do it, you know, you were made for it. I mean, yeah. that's the God we serve. Yeah. And um, and so I I don't know where that would come from. Maybe that's just, you know, their view of, of God in general, right? Yeah. If I surrender um, to him, I'm going to do something I don't want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But and it, and it may feel stretching. It may feel mm-hmm. like growing pains. Like mm-hmm. at first, your initial sure. is like, no, I don't want to do that. Right. It's but, new and, and different. 
Yes. I mean, even starting a church or Mm -hmm. starting a band from scratch. I don't want to do that. That Mm -hmm. seems like a lot of work. Seems daunting. Yeah. But getting into it, there's grace and you realize that that stretching is good. Mm -hmm. And you and the more and more you say yes to Jesus, the more he gives you the tools and the tool belt that you need. You didn't know you had it, but you have it. And so I think the the enemy loves to come and say you're not qualified. Mm -hmm. Right. You don't have enough. You're Mm -hmm. not. You're not worth it. You're, somebody else is better at this. But that's just the lie. When you say yes, God gives you everything you need. Amen. And man, doesn't um, the enemy come on, at, you know, as we begin to fall right into that place that God made us for? We, yes. You know, you're going to feel um, that kickback and you're going to have those doubts. And um, and and you've, that's, I think, when you have to get around um, just a support system, right, that can mm-hmm. speak life back into that's you right. and to talk to you about, you know, the, the lies. And we can get confused sometimes but um that's right all right so let's go to break and when we come back i want to talk to you just for a few minutes about um how this band came together okay (laughs) okay all right (laughs) guys we'll be right back this is amy mills you could be the next success story at focused on you chiropractic patient bruce came in with lower back and shoulder pain and neuropathy in both feet in less than three months his neuropathy was nearly gone and no pain patient gene came in using a cane necessary for walking and on day five gene showed up with no cane dr ben and Dr. Gerard make scientific specific adjustments with results. They educate patients on nutrition, exercise, and neurotoxicity, helping alleviate unnecessary pain and suffering. Click focused on you chiropractic.com. Welcome back. It's Amy and I am here with Miss Melissa. Maloof Hut. I have to practice that. <laughs> I know it's a mouthful. <laughs> so she just got married, but she is the lead worship pastor at Expression Church, and um, she just blesses my socks off every Sunday. So I had to have her here on my show <laughs> so that you guys me. could like experience. I should have made you sing today. Oh, oh gosh. Girl, I didn't think about that. <laughs> Next time. <laughs> Next time. What was I thinking? Oh my gosh. All right. Well, then everyone will be waiting for you to come back to hear you sing. Okay. But, perfect. Um, you have one. One of those really, you, your voice is so unique. It reminds me of some people that go on the voice, you know, oh, where you just, you. they have those voices and you're just like, oh my gosh, it's so unique and different. You know, the, the instance they hit the, the instant they hit the stage, you know, it's yeah. them. And yeah. so that's, that's really a gift, but okay. So oh, circle you. back, circle back thank to the band. You. So I know that when you came here um, and, and you were so faithful um, to the calling and, and, and just saying yes to Dana and Ryan, that yeah. you would come and, and, and develop this part of the church, um, you mm-hmm. had no one. I knew no like, one. And you're like, yeah. I need some instruments. I need some backup oh, yeah. people. Like, what am I going to do? Yeah, what am I going to do? <laughs> I literally didn't know one person in Austin. The wow. only people I knew were the people I was moving with, mm. which was Ryan and Dana. But I didn't know anybody here. And I would have these prayer walks with the Lord back in California where I was living. And I would walk up to the mountain. I was living in Pasadena, if anybody knows that area. I would walk up to the mountain and walk back home and just declare God's promise that he's going to provide. And I said, Lord, if this is you, Mm -hmm. you're going to do it. Mm -hmm. It's going to be you. And and it's amazing to see what he's done. Really, I'm, wow. I mean, if you come at 11 a.m. on Sunday <laughs> to check out my voice, which, you know, because I'm not going to sing now, but <laughs> if you come, you'll see we have this we have this really incredible group of people mm-hmm. that have been um, not only talented, but I think the biggest thing is their humble heart. Mm-hmm. They, they are not in it for them. They are not in it for a paycheck. Mm-hmm. They are in it because they love mm-hmm. their home. They love their church and they love their people that God has brought and they love the presence of the Lord. And of course they have gifts and talents in, you know, a musical way, right. but we really grew together. I mean, mm-hmm. when we first started, man, I was sweating through our rehearsals, how, how 
But you know, weren't some of them not even wasn't? Is this true part of the story that some of them there was a girl that wasn't oh, even yeah. a musician? They were like just coming to serve. So she's like, I'll learn how to play guitar. Yeah, well, it's true. Her her <laughs> husband is our electric guitarist. And so she was musical. She had sung with me before just kind of background vocals. Mm-hmm. And we were desperate for a bass player. And she said, you know what? I'm gonna pick up the bass. I'm going to fill this role. I'm Girl, fill that's this service right there. I mean, that's even that's even more than serving in kids ministry right there. That's like, I'm, you know, I'm going to learn, learn an instrument. And and you know what? She freaking rocks. That's, She's amazing. I know. I know. You, would you would never, never know. know. You would never know. I know. When Pastor Dana told me that, I was like, what? Because you guys look. Yeah. I mean, it just works so it, beautifully. It is, and they're it into it. And I mean, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just yeah. good. And so when she said, oh. You know, you just had a hodgepodge <laughs> this thing together, and then yeah. all of a sudden, it was something beautiful. It was, it was amazing, and God brought. It was so funny. Our grand opening Sunday, we actually lost the electric guitarist that we were going to have. Kind of moving forward, he got a job out um, in another state, and he was going to move. And that was his last Sunday. Was the grand opening Sunday, and and this couple who are now on my band, you know, five years later, mm. they came on opening Sunday, oh talked with him. And said, "Hey, I love your playing, man." And he's like, "Oh, great! Well, you know, I'm leaving. So, you do you play electric?" And he's like, "Yeah, I do." And literally, they just swapped. Like the timing is just incredible of what God did. Yeah, (laughs) talk. You know, I love that. And here's the great thing: we. Oh my gosh, I've just been talking about this in my own life, and um, I shared this at an event the other night. Just where the Lord has me in this new season of surrender, making room, Mm. making room, making room. And you, there was so, you know, there's, we don't leave room for the Lord, right? Because we're going to make it happen or, right. or and, and I'm so bad about that. Right. Mm. And I'm always like, I, I got it. I can go do it. I'll just go do it. You know? Yeah. And, and then that just gives no room for the Lord, mm-hmm. um, to, to come in and show me what he can do. Mm-hmm. And so, um, with this story, mm-hmm. I mean, you've been in California, you're praying about this. Mm-hmm. You got nothing. Mm -hmm. And you're like, if it's you, like there's an empty box here for you to fill, Lord. (laughs) And man, did he. And that's such a beautiful testimony for all of us to remember that just making room for him and taking our hands off of things and having faith and then starting to pray those promises. Yeah. Um, instead of like praying out all the negative worried stuff that we have, just start standing. That's right. On his word and on his promises. And like, you know what, Lord, show up, show off. You That's know, do, right. Come show on. me. Right. Mm-hmm. And like you said, if it's you, if yeah. it's you, then you will make a way. Yeah. And, and then, you're going to shut the door if it's not. Mm, yeah. yeah. It, it, I think we get so afraid of taking this first step because mm. we ask God to fix it first and make it look pretty first. And then I'll take a step of faith. Mm, right. God, provide the band and then I'll move to Austin. And provide this the and then I'll go. That's right. You have to take that, mm. that step of faith. And then he is moved by your step of faith. Yes. And he'll meet you there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, that, you know, that's the story of Naaman, right? When he wants to be healed, but the Lord's like, you know, go seven times in the, in the river. Right. I mean, in, there's so many stories you think about where the Lord's asking them, no, you take a step and I'll be behind you. Right. Moses had a, a testimony like that. And so in the kingdom of God, we step, he steps, we step, he steps. Yeah. Part of that is that the Holy Spirit's a gentleman, right? And and it's like, we got to get moving. I, oh, I have a sign in my office and it says, um, God can't steer a parked car. (laughs) 
so I love that. That motivates me when I'm just like thinking, you know, when I'm not so true. So you got to like start moving. You got to you got to you got to take a step. But that doesn't mean you don't leave room for the Lord to, you know, to to do what he wants to do. That's right. Yeah. You you leave it open handed. You know, you hold up. My dad would say, hold Mm. on to everything loosely. Yes. You know, like you give it to God. Mm. It's in your hands Mm. to do with what you can. Mm. But ultimately, it's his boat to steer or his car to 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 direct. Yeah. 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 It's like um, uh, Jamie uh, Gradwell and I were. Yeah. uh, She did this video for me the other day and uh, we walked by this sign and it said no parking. I'm like, girl, come here. We got to get a picture. (laughs) So we took a picture by the no parking sign and then I posted it up, you know, and then I I did my little, you know, get your car in drive. Yes. I'm like, put it in drive. Come on. Do something, people. Do something. Well, it's fun. It's it's fun to see God move and to meet you. You know, people say, oh, I never see God moving or never see miracles. It's like, well, have you ever taken a step of faith and seen what he'll do? Mm -hmm. Because he will. He will show up. It's it's he's a faithful, faithful God. Yes. And Melissa, you know, part of that, I know in my own journey, it's just a lot of that is flesh, too. Right. We're either Mm -hmm. too fearful. Yeah. We're, we're fearful, and so in our flesh, we're thinking, "I can't." What? If, yeah. What if? What if he doesn't show up? Right. 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 So there's a lot of flesh left in that as well. Not yeah. wanting to make room for God, and we hang on to it for different reasons. Yeah. We try to control it or manipulate it, or or just not let it go at all. Right. And um. And so I do think we have to stop and take a look at where our flesh is involved, and. Um, and yeah. really take that to the Lord. You yeah, know? Those, those last little pieces of surrender that we haven't mm-hmm. really surrendered, those mm-hmm. little tiny places where we've just held on really tightly. And, and really at the bottom of that is you don't trust him. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, we say it with our mouth mm-hmm. that we trust him. Mm-hmm. We sing these songs, oh, I trust you, God, you know, I trust in you. Mm-hmm. But really, when you aren't taking those steps or you're letting fear in, that's, the root is you don't trust him. We want our way a lot of times is what I'm sitting here thinking, you know, is a lot of times I want like I want something to happen. Right. Right. Like I've got a plan. Mm-hmm. And as we go into break, this is something we all need to think about. I've got a plan. And so I'm going to make it happen. And then when I don't start feeling like the Lord's going to move or if I don't have faith that he's going to do this plan. Yeah, the way I that, want it. The way I want it. And he <laughs> might change it. Right. Uh-huh. Then I'm not so sure that I want to let go of that. And that's just total. That's just flesh. And yeah. I've walked all of that out in my life and with ministry and with businesses and with money issues. And I mean, so many things where I'm just... Oh, I think it's a daily. It's, I think it's a daily I, surrender. I right? agree with that. Yes. <laughs> yes. Darn it. Wish there could be a better story. <laughs> One stop people, shop. Yeah. Oh, no. That's not the way it goes. <laughs> All right, guys, we have got to run to break. Um, it'll be real short. We'll be right back. Would you like to know more about Amy and sold out ministries? You're invited to visit amymillslive.com to find out about events. Read the latest blog. View photos and videos of the show and download all shows as podcasts to take with you each week. If Amy's Freedom Message resonates with you, then enroll now in Redemption Academy, a three-semester online academy where you learn how to gain maximum freedom and live your destiny. Go to amymillslive.com. Welcome back, guys. It is Amy here. I am with Melissa Maloof Hutt. She is the lead Worship pastor at Expression Church in Cedar Park, Texas. And we are just talking about life right now, but I want to kind of move a little bit 
um, into, you know, the importance of worship in our life. But before we do that, I want to make sure we're speaking clearly to everybody who's listening. And we've been talking a lot about the presence of the Lord and hearing the Lord and, you know, and the Lord said this to me. And and sometimes people that haven't had those experiences, they don't exactly understand, like, what does that mean? Like, I haven't had that experience. And um, I know that your dad was mentioning that, you know, you're you've had these experiences with the Lord along the way Mm -hmm. that then in turn allowed you to really know. In, a, in your adult life, that mm-hmm. that was the presence of God. Mm-hmm. So just talk a little bit about the presence of God in your life from even, even you know, a little girl until mm-hmm. now. What does that look like? What, is that, what does that mean? Yeah, <clears throat> definitely. Um, I think it's, well, it's an interesting journey um, with the Lord because he doesn't always show up the same exact formula, the same exact mm-hmm. way that we've always had it. Mm-hmm. So there's a journey to go on, but... Um, the sheep know the shepherd's voice. Mm-hmm. And so I think getting in the presence of God really means allowing yourself some stillness, allowing yourself some time in his word. Yes. It could be, um, I have some of my best times in his presence when I'm taking walks. Mm-hmm. I, I listen to music or I just walk and pray. And there's something about God showing up in those moments. And for me, that looks like um, I get goosebumps all over and I and my hair stands up on my arms and, and I can feel kind of his, his wind on something or or ideas start to pop up into my head that are creative and, and hey, have you thought about doing this or we're utilizing this person in this way or trying this song? Mm-hmm. And, and those aren't just like my ideas, but they sound like my voice. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes people really struggle thinking, well, I've never heard God's voice before because they're waiting for like this man sound Co- or, yes. or, you know, this, this booming voice. Mm-hmm. And, you know, listen, God can show up like that too. So I'm not putting him in a box, right. but for me... Mm-hmm. A lot of times it sounds like my own voice Mm -hmm. and there's a filter that you can go through is, is the voice negative is the Mm -hmm. voice have, um, you know, uh, uh, things, thoughts that are against scripture, against Mm -hmm. what, what God is saying and, uh, bringing condemnation. Those aren't, those aren't the voices of the, Mm -hmm. that isn't the voice of the Lord, right? right? Right. That is, um, enemy or your own, uh, you know, kind of thought process. Mm -hmm. But I've experienced, um, his presence from a young age, I feel very, very blessed to have grown up in a church where we had room for that, yes. where we where we honored his presence, mm-hmm. where we we craved it. We cultivated an atmosphere where he was welcome. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a top priority for for our church and a top priority for my parents, um, even in the home. And um, we would have conferences where we would have um, people come and. And we would stay for hours because you couldn't leave Mm. because you could feel him in the room. And I think having those experiences, knowing what it feels like to have a room full of people worshiping him, Mm. you know, you, you were saying Holy Spirit's a gentleman. That's Mm -hmm. such a great phrase. It's he's goes where he's welcome. Correct. And so creating that space where it says, Lord, you are welcome here. I mean, Mm -hmm. just this last Sunday, actually, I felt like we had a really powerful time of worship Mm -hmm. And the prayer beforehand that we had as a band was, you are welcome. Come here and make your home in this place. And we just spent a majority time of our rehearsal just welcoming him and saying, come, Lord, come, Lord, and do what you want to do. And and really, 
you say that, but you have to mean it. (laughs) And he does. He shows up and he takes the reins. And I'm all for preparation and excellence. And I'll I'll have to say we we work hard. I mean, Mm -hmm. I I care about transitions. I care about (laughs) key changes. I care about all of those things. Mm -hmm. Just like, you know, especially a person who's type A or perfectionist. Mm -hmm. I'm not, but I care about those things. But then... There's like, okay, I'm going to leave practice behind. And mm. now, Lord, do what you want to do. And so and I feel like that preparation also allows you to feel safe in flowing. Mm-hmm. Because if you've, you're prepared, you know how the song goes, you're well-versed in it. Mm-hmm. If we decide to change it up, you're not freaking out because you're still trying to learn the song. Yeah. So you're able in that excellence to actually mm-hmm. flow. And I think people do it the opposite. They think, oh, well, I have to be excellent and this is how the song goes and I can't ever change it but it's actually the opposite now that you know it so well leave that practice behind and flow and go where you want to go in it right and I talk to um just through sold out ministry so often about you know he's not looking for perfection he's no. excellence you bet I and mean, we yeah. represent the king of that's glory right. that's right right We've and gotta I'm bring our best. kind of a stickler about that yes. yes but you know I mean come on right yeah, yeah. but at the same time he never asked for perfection, never. right? But we, because we're his kiddos, we should want to present anything, um, not only ourselves, but anything we're doing for him with excellence. And there's a big difference. And so I hope people, you know, are hearing that this morning that That's you right. don't have to be perfect. No. And um, he loves your worship. Mm-hmm. Uh, those listening right now, you may not have the best voice. You mm-hmm. may be a little tone deaf, but he loves your personal worship. Uh, not everybody is called to be a quote, musical worship leader of a church, Mm -hmm. but everybody is called to be a worshiper Mm -hmm. and, and God is hungry for that from his kids, for us to live our lives, not in a musical worship way, mm-hmm. but in a lifestyle of worship. Right. And so I think, Just you one know, piece of it, right? that's right. We're, we're talking about musical worship mm-hmm. here. You mm-hmm. know, there's, there's something incredible when the body of Christ comes to, together and sings his praises, mm-hmm. you know, all throughout the Bible, it talks about lifting up the name of the Lord in song mm-hmm. and lifting our hands. It's actually one of the, the words of praise in the Bible commands us to lift our hands. So mm-hmm. if you struggle with kind of lifting mm-hmm. your hands okay. to the Lord, it's in the Bible. It's, the Bible. it's not yeah, yeah. something weird that we just decided to do, sure. you know, um, it, but so good. it's, it's a powerful thing and it ushers in the presence of God. Mm-hmm. And when we cultivate that atmosphere in his presence, things do change. Mm-hmm. Not only do we get to hear his voice and draw close to him, but people are healed in his presence. Breakthroughs right. happen in his presence. Right. I've heard of marriages literally being restored because mm. of a of a worship experience that happened mm. in the in the church. Wow. So good. Um and I, I you know I was the recipient of that worship this weekend. And so to hear, you know, that that's what happened behind the scenes. Yeah. And then to be in the the congregation and and to see that manifest, I mean it was unbelievable i mean the oh my gosh i mean it was just like the church was just like rocking in a, in a very healthy way people yeah. yeah it's okay for the church to rock come on come on but you know i mean it just and it was just everyone was just full and just entered in and and that's one of the times that i feel the closest to the lord yeah and um i i am charismatic with my movement but i wasn't always i was raised in a baptist church sure. I you know i didn't understand all of that and then um, as I had this radical 
uh, freedom, deliverance of the Lord. And I began wow. to get set free Come and on. I began to see the power of God alive in my life. It's like yes. it was. How can you how not can, respond? I, not, I can't not. That's right. It. And so it is that surrender. And it's yes. that I'm, I'm it's giving you every. It's a response. Yeah, right? you can't help mm-hmm. it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, we're going to run a break. We'll be right back. Welcome back, guys. It's Amy here on the Amy Mills Live Show. I'm in some deep worship conversation uh, with my sister over here. Pastor, does, do people call you your pastor? Oh, my, my father sure does. Yes, I, I technically I am, but I'll answer to anything. That's awesome. <laughs> pastor Melissa, I love that. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Um, she is the lead worship pastor at Expression Church in Cedar Park, Texas, and we're talking about she said something really cool in break when we were talking about excellence versus perfection, but she was saying that when they're prepared with excellence, it actually gives them more freedom to do what God's asked them to do. So Mm -hmm. you would think that that's a little backwards and, you know, in God's economy, like a lot of stuff is backwards, but his kingdom sure is. Yeah. And so, (laughs) um, but, but then it allows them that excellence allows them then to just flow and to be able to do what he asked them to do. And, and so I love that. And I do. I mean, as Christians, granite, we all enter into seasons where we can barely hang on, much mm-hmm. less feel like we're going to get up and be excellent every day. Right. right. So I'm not putting any, you know, um, everybody knows out there uh, sold out ministries is anti-legalistic. So don't don't <laughs> hear that. That's not true. Um, but just to, to know that it, it we are representing um, the king of kings and That's right. we're his kiddos. And so, you know, get out there and and make the best of what he's given you and, and present God as something that somebody would even want to attach themselves to. That's right. Um, I think Pastor Ryan mentioned that on Sunday, something about that. It's like, you know, yeah. yeah. Give people a choice. He right. Was yes. And you know, it was like, hello, have you even given them the choice to want to, you know, follow Christ and know him? Right. Out of how you've been acting, right. because you know, you look the same as everybody right. else. Right? It's like I don't. I have the only choice I have is to run away from you. So we don't want that. <laughs> no, <laughs> we got to clean ourselves up. Wow. And you know, my just I'm such a freedom freak, and um, because out of my own experience, my own life, and it was just in so much bondage, and wow. And then you know, just the freedom of all of that. I always joke. It's not really funny, but um, <laughs> in in one of our ministry weekends that we do, we go Go through 16 root spirits of the Bible. And I'm like, okay, I was delivered from all 16 root spirits. So I'm teaching that class. Come on. That's amazing. <laughs> I'm like the, I'm, I'm, I'm excellent in that category. Yes. So excellent. Oh my gosh. All right. I'm so far off track, but that's, <laughs> that's all good. Um, so we talked a little bit about the importance of worship in our lives and I, I don't want to park there forever, but I just do want to say a couple more things about that and get your feedback. So, yeah. So entering into his presence, because I feel like this is a weird place for people, right? Yeah. Okay. So some people are very charismatic and it's, you know, they're, they don't, they're not that worried about moving or lifting their hands. Sure. And then there's some people have been raised, yeah. maybe, you know, they right. they were raised in a church where this is all different and new. There was no musical instruments or you sat, you never stood, you never made a word. I mean, yeah. we didn't talk in the Baptist church, right? right? Except right. to say amen. And that was it. Right. There was no clapping. And, um, Wow. So, you know, different different 
um, denominations do yeah. different things. But yeah. so so I am Bible based. I'm a you know I'm a Bible based church believer because I feel like that gives us the broadest spectrum of freedom. Yeah. And in my world, right, so that I don't have to worry about some of that stuff. Like I can just dig into my Bible. I can do what my Bible says, and then I can be free to worship. Um, and, and I don't have to worry about a, you know a lot of those rules and stuff. And right. And um, so. When people come to a church like Expression, where there is life and God is showing up yeah. in worship and people yeah. are responding to that. Mm-hmm. And for me, um, I mean, I'm responding not only because that's where I do. I get a lot of, you know, I hear the Lord speak during worship. Like I might get an answer to something I'm really struggling yeah. with. Yeah. Um, or uh, and a lot of people do. And you just before break, you were saying all the incredible things that can happen during worship. And so I just... You know, we want to give everybody listening permission. Mm-hmm. Like you have permission mm-hmm. to get lost in worship, mm-hmm. and um, there's just something so freeing about st- just stopping. Uh, you know, not, stop being worried about what man is saying or That's what right. man is thinking, and, and and not judging how the person next to you is worshiping. Right? You might think I worship. You know, way too, um, you know, whatever, charismatic, but you don't know what he's done in my life. That's it. Right. You don't know what I've been through. That's right. You don't know what I've walked out. I mean, I, I you am, have a reason, have to, a jump reason up and down. to jump up and down. That's right. And so, uh, you know, the more I started learning about all this and the more I heard people's stories and then I saw how they worshiped and I was like, well, of course she's, you know, she's at the altar on her knees. I mean, you know, the, you know, God brought her back from death practically. Right. right. And so there's, there's so much involved in worship. Um, when we're when we're uh, new to it all, yeah, and I just I think a lot about that because I feel like people sometimes are scared to be free, right, in worship because of like what man would say. Yeah, yeah. Well, a first place to start, I would say, is in their own personal worship. Mm-hmm. Um, I would encourage people to to get in the car and blast their mm-hmm. favorite worship song mm-hmm. and sing it at the top of their lungs. And who cares if they're on key or not? Yes. Because the Lord loves it, right, and I think that getting used to his, the feeling of his presence mm-hmm. in a personal worship time mm-hmm. um, can help them feel more and more open in a, in a corporate worship setting. Mm-hmm. And of course, we can do what we can by raising the sound and turning down the lights yeah. a little bit <laughs> and kind of creating an atmosphere where you want to dive in. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, uh, sometimes I'll tell the team this is to, to grab on to one reason to praise God this mm-hmm. morning. Just mm-hmm. one thing. What has he done just this week? Oh, Who so is good. he? Just just pick one of his attributes, yes. one of his many names. He's the Prince of Peace. He's the Comforter. He's the Provider. Mm-hmm. I mean, the list goes on and on. Pick one and just worship him out of that place. And you can't help but respond or, or think about all the different times that he was faithful and mm-hmm. uh, think about all the ways that he's provided. And, and there becomes this this stirring inside of your spirit where you you want to start singing, you mm-hmm. want to start raising your hands. And and listen, I've watched people go from that point A to point mm, Z. Z. <laughs> I have seen it. We mm. had a couple come into our church that were um, Jewish by culture, but 
basically atheists. Wow. They came in, they just would watch me sing. They would just sit and they would just watch the band, you know, mm. and I'd see them there in the center and they would just, just watch. And then, and then they got saved. And then the next Sunday you could kind of see their mouth moving maybe on the choruses. And then, mm. you know, the, 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 the next year happened and suddenly they were standing and then the next year happened and suddenly they had their hands just up yeah. by their shoulders. Yeah. You know, it just yeah. grows in them because they are, uh, experiencing who God is. And I don't think we can force people to sing along to Christian karaoke or, right. or worship mm-hmm. him if they don't actually know who mm-hmm. he is. Mm-hmm. And that's why there's such grace. If you come into the house and you don't want to sing because yeah. you don't know God, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. But I think just sit in his presence, just be there. That's it. Right? I think getting comfortable with that yeah. and, and doing it alone first, yeah. right? Yeah. And then um, it's the same thing with prayer, right? You start praying out loud, you yes. know, before you want to pray with someone yeah. because that's awkward for you. And, and I want to just, I want to circle back. I want to make sure that um, everybody out there listening is, 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 knows that I'm not saying there's a certain way to worship. I'm talking about how I worship. And I yeah. think that some people can be diving deep with the Lord and, you know, and, and it and doesn't have to look a certain way. I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm not labeling it at all. I'm just talking about sometimes I feel like, you know, we're afraid that people are judging us. Yes. That's huge. Yeah. People don't want to go to the altar. They don't mm-hmm. want to go to the, the mm-hmm. side of the stage mm-hmm. because they're afraid what if, or go get prayer, because mm-hmm. what if somebody's going to judge me? Yeah, or, you that's know, huge. Oh, they're going to be real. guessing, you know, what's that's going real. on in my life. And that yeah. is real. Yeah. So there's a lot involved in it. But what I would say as we go to break is that you have permission that's to get right. lost in, in, the, in, in worship with God and just press in whatever that looks like for you yeah press in because he's in the middle of that yeah, worship room. and you mm-hmm. may just get your breakthrough in the middle of worship it's a thing all right <laughs> <laughs> let's go to break we'll be right back it's amy on the amy mills live show dr ben and dr gerard at focused on you chiropractic adjust your spine with a highly specialized system correcting nerve interference in the upper spine allowing the rest of the spine to become healthy and stable the result is less pain better health less illness and a better quality of life. No cracking, popping, or twisting ever. Connect to Dr. Ben at FocusedOnYouChiropractic.com. Welcome back, guys. It's Amy on the Amy Mills Live Show. I am here with Melissa Maloof Hutt, and she is the lead worship pastor at Expression Church. We are just ta- we were just talking about forms of worship, and there's so many different ways to worship. But I would say, in closing, to that that thought process and that conversation is. It was a, I'll never forget it. It was 20 years ago and I, I feel like it was yesterday in my kitchen, uh, at my kitchen table. And I remember the day the Lord brought down the curtain on fear of man for me. Wow. I mean, it was gigantic. Like I had a revelation. Um, I was reading his word and I, and this is when he was just peeling the onion back in my life, but the fear of man, you know, for so many different reasons in my life and just realizing, I serve God and not man. Wow. Like, I mean, it was broken off of me. It was wow. like my permission. It was the permission yeah. I needed to not have to worry and think about that stuff. I could just I could just have my eyes on God. And if I knew that I was following hard after him and I was walking in his way, it didn't matter. Nothing else mattered. That's right. And it was a giant. It was a giant step into just other parts of freedom for me. And so Incredible. I talked to all you guys out there listening just Get, you know, get that freedom, realize that you serve God and not man. And, Amen. um, wow. 
there's so much to that. But the other thing was about what your mind is focused on, right? And you were saying at break that you focus on the problem, then what gets bigger? I just spoke last Thursday, and I was trying to find it here in my notes, but it was talking about the mind um, that Peter had to have when he walked on water, that he, if his mind, you know, would not have been laser focused on God, there were the waves were all, I mean, it says that boat that night was tormented by the waves. So he's in a boat that's being tormented by waves and people are yelling, it's a ghost. Everybody's scared to death. But all Peter sees is Jesus, yes. like to the point where he gets out of this crazy boat to walk on to get to him. Wow. I mean, that gives me chills when I think about that, how laser focused, like his mind was so on the king, yeah. you know, and, and, and not the waves and the storm and the craziness and the chaos. And that's like our life, right? Yes. We are tormented like every day by the waves and we got people in our boat that are scared to death right <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and so but peter you know his mind he just focused on the lord and all of that faded long enough for him to receive that power from god to walk on water that night it's a pretty amazing thing wow so, it um, sure is mental our mental you know that's days of of radio shows there when we start yeah. talking about the mind. Yeah, you, you can know, do a really, whole series. Yeah, I think I might. Having the mind of Christ. Not, yes. Mo- the mind on Christ. I know. <laughs> because it's, you know, it's just where we get sabotaged so yes. often in our walk. And Yeah, um, it is. All right, so we've talked about um, the importance of worship in our lives. And we've talked about, I mean, a little bit about Surrender. You know, one of the things you were talking about is just getting quiet. And I did just finish a four-part series on hearing the voice of God and, so and talking about, like, you know, the different ways. That doesn't mean the, you know, the yeah. the loud, thundering voice, right? Yeah, and yeah. I always say, um, Melissa, I always say their thoughts. I had thoughts, but they weren't my own. Yep. And that's when I know the Lord's speaking to me. It's yeah. like I'm having thoughts, but I'm I'm acutely aware they're not my own thoughts, right? Like yes. the spirit of the Lord mm-hmm. or the inspiration mm-hmm. of the Holy Spirit, which is kind of what you were talking about earlier mm-hmm. when you were saying you are having these creative thoughts and you're getting answers to your problems. Mm-hmm. Um, you're you know mm-hmm. that you know that that's the inspiration of the Holy Spirit at that moment, that's right? And so I think that people um, just need to trust, you know, people that say, I've never had that experience, just trust that it will happen. Mm-hmm. Because I think going back to the mind, right, if you have a mindset yeah. that that's for Pastor Melissa, but that's not for me, then we've already got a roadblock there. You already closed the door. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so I think these mental, some of these mental roadblocks and some of these mental barriers that we've put up um, throughout the years keep us possibly from entering into worship, possibly even expecting that he will meet us there. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You you go into a church and you expect to be disappointed. You're, you're going to mm-hmm. walk out disappointed. Mm-hmm. You go in Sunday morning expecting to meet God. Mm-hmm. You're going to meet God. I mean, you get what you expect. And so just even um, creating that, that freedom and that open heart mm-hmm. To experience what he has for you today mm-hmm. as you wake up, um, that's already half the battle, mm-hmm. just having that that open heart. I have this adorable girl that um, visits me on my station about once a month. She's become a friend of mine, and um, her name's Carla Johnson. And um, you guys be praying for Carla. Her mom just passed away last week, mm. and so she's having to deal with um, some of that. 
But uh, Carla just, I mean, you'll fall in love with her the first day you're meeting. And she's like, I wake up to win. Every morning <laughs> I wake up and I wake up to win. And so oh, she dang. so she uh, uh, formed a ministry called Win Walking in Newness. Wow. And so she is like, I get up every morning and I'm going to walk in newness and I'm going to win today. I don't care what it looks like and what's after me and blah, blah, That's blah. That's incredible. I know. It's awesome. So when she's on the show, I'm like, girl, I woke up this morning to win. Come on. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. I want to wake up to win. I know. Isn't that awesome? Yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So um, we talked about um, getting quiet and retreating and spending some time with the Lord. Melissa, I was t- I've been talking a lot this past month about learn to discern. Mm. Right. And I think that's something your father was mentioning to you just about talking about the presence of God. But mm-hmm. um I think that it's okay to say we have to learn to discern. And like you said, can God show up and do anything he wants to? Right? Yes. I mean, he can show up the first time ever and blow your mind. But yes. but, but for the most part, our journey, you know, mm-hmm. once we have that salvation experience right. and then we are going to sanctify and we're going to walk this thing out, then there comes some responsibility and maturity mm-hmm. in that that says, I have to learn to discern mm-hmm. these things for my own self. Where is God showing up in my life? What is God saying? What is God doing? And what I see happen mm-hmm. is that we we want all that, mm-hmm. but we're going to go ahead and live our like I'm going to live my life and I'm going to do what I need to do and mm-hmm. I'm going to be in the rat race and mm-hmm. God, you come show me. Yeah, you come you hit know, me on the head. Right, right. You know, <laughs> you show me where you're at. You give me all the answers. Uh-huh. Oh, it, yeah, it's it, easy. It doesn't work that way. And, you know, and that's like people wanting a magic pill for weight loss. Right. Yeah, the yeah. sad news is it doesn't work that way. But but the way it works is pretty darn simple. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing with the kingdom of God is just taking that time, right? Mm-hmm. To it, you got to spend time with somebody to know them. That's it. I Means if I, if you and I went to a restaurant every week, mm-hmm. every week on Friday morning we go to the restaurant and mm-hmm. we meet face to face. We're sitting there mm-hmm. and we sit down and you start to talk, right? And, yep. and, and then it's time to go and you're like, oh, this is so great. And I've never spoken a word. Yeah. Like over time, you're not even going to feel like you've been in my presence, right? Mm-hmm. No. And so there's this this process of us accepting the responsibility, right, of just being mature. That's right. Yes. And, and listening mm-hmm. and listening. And sometimes you don't know where to start, uh, even in worship. And you want to open up your Bible and you want to be still and you don't know where to start. Mm-hmm. I always love to just sing out the Psalms or just read out the Psalms and mm-hmm. and reading it out loud sometimes. But then s- sitting back and taking a breath and going, Lord, what are you speaking in that for me? Because yes. it, it it means one thing for them at that time, mm-hmm. but it means something right now for you too. Mm-hmm. And so it's not just old scripture, it's alive, yes. right? So it's, it's active even in your life. So a great place for people to start is read something from the word of God and then sit back and breathe and say, Lord, what are you speaking about that verse in my life today? I love that. All right. That's so good. We're going to go into break, but um, such a great way to just pause and say, what did I just read, Lord? Like, you know, give me, yeah. um, uh, you know, break that out for me, Jesus, and and apply it to my life. It's okay to say, God, I need I need some application here. Right. Um, all right. So good. Let's run to break. We'll be right back. Would you like to know more about Amy and Sold Out Ministries? You're invited to visit amymillslive.com to find out about events, read the latest blog, view photos and videos of the show, and download all shows as podcasts to take with you each week. 
If Amy's Freedom Message resonates with you, then enroll now in Redemption Academy, a three-semester online academy where you learn how to gain maximum freedom and live your destiny. Go to amymillslive.com. Welcome back, guys. We are in our final segment this morning. So sad. I've had so much fun fun with um, Pastor Melissa. She's going to have to come back. I would love to. We'll think about some, something we're both really passionate about, and then we'll, that'll be our, our topic. Okay. <laughs> um, and so I won't do to you what one of my gals did uh, last week. She brought uh, health trivia, because we do a healthy living show. Oh, cool. Because that's another one of my things. Well, like, I could talk about food for probably three hours straight. Okay, girl. So. All right. So you can come do the healthy living show with me. That'd be so fun. I'll tell you about all my favorite <laughs> restaurants that are not healthy. That'd okay, so I might have to like, you'll have to write down what you're going to say on that one. <laughs> I don't allow anybody to talk about bad food that's, that then say it's good. Um, but but she had brought me some health trivia, you know. And cool. so I got a couple right, and she stumped me on a few things. Oh. But, yeah, so anyway, that was fun. But I would love, just as we close here, um, just to kind of bring it full circle back to, to you and, and your heart. And mm-hmm. um, I think it's always cool to hear about favorite scripture, because there's always a reason why we have those scriptures in our tool chest, right, mm-hmm. to refer mm-hmm. back to. And then obviously you as a worship pastor, you're going to have some songs and music and uh, albums and, you know, that kind of stuff that really minister to you. So why don't you just talk a little bit about that and give the why? Sure. Yeah. One of my, um, I would say one of my favorite verses, one of my life verses um, that actually does have something to do with worship is um, Psalm 63. Um, uh, the New Living Translation says it's your unfailing love is better than life. But um, I think it's the the New King James. It says your loving kindness. Mm. I love that word loving yeah. kindness. Isn't that good? Mm. Your loving kindness is better than life. So there's an action there for us, right? Mm-hmm. So because of who you are, my lips will praise you. And so that's one of my life verses that I that I um, worship out of and, mm-hmm. and um, I walk my faith out of. But... Um, I also love um, Psalm 103. It talks about um, what God has done and who he mm-hmm. is and why we should praise him. Right. And it's and it's amazing if you haven't read um, your favorite scriptures, mm-hmm. those listening, if you haven't read them in the Passion Translation, yes. I would totally so recommend <laughs> list, uh, reading mm-hmm. them in the Passion Translation. It is incredible. Um, it just sparks new life mm-hmm. to the verse for mm-hmm. me. Um, and so those are some of my favorites. My life verse is Psalm 103. Is it? Yeah, oh, I love it. I know. It's long, but I love it. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. I There's also um, just one in, in being in ministry um, Hebrews twelve twenty eight. it says that um, we get a kingdom that will never be shaken. Mm. And so you, you ask the why, why the, why the ministry, the why behind the what, you know, why do you give your life to this? Why do you, why are you not just like this crazy CEO businesswoman? And why do you do what you do? Mm. It's because we're going to get a kingdom that will never be shaken. Amen. And, you know, there's, there's no purpose that's bigger than giving your life for the Lord. There's right. no, there's no thing we can build on this earth Mm-mm. that is going to last beyond, Mm-mm. you know, our lifespan, mm-hmm. except for the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. There's, there's nothing else that the matters at the end of the day right. than his name being famous. And that's why I actually love that song. Only Jesus by casting crowns. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you guys play it. We do a but lot. It's, it's, the simplicity of God is not my legacy that I'm building. It's yours. It's mm-hmm. your name uh, it, that means the most. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know if you've seen the music video, but there's this one part where he he takes a box of trophies and he lays it down in this junkyard, basically saying, like, my mm-hmm. uh, accolades don't even come close mm-hmm. 
to what I have in you and, and you're worth it all. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love that. That's, that was kind of a newer song for me. Mm-hmm. Um, recently, uh, one of my band members sent it over to me and I just was wrecked by those words. I know. Well, it's funny that you say that because we just went to the concert that was at the Cedar Park Center. So oh, Casting nice. Crowns was there and he sang that song and I've heard that song here on the station a yeah. hundred times. Yeah. And when he sang that line, I mean, the Lord just gripped me and yes. I just had these tears. There's of, something on that. There's something mm-hmm. so powerful. And it was like, because I've kind of had to make a choice, right? I'm like, okay, Lord, what am I going to walk out? Am I going to walk out this thing that, that I know that I know that I know I'm supposed to do, you know, yeah. or I'm going to yeah. fight and go, no, I'm going to go back to work and I'm going <laughs> to, you know, I'm going to go be a CEO somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I want to go own a company or whatever, start a company, right, whatever. Right. And, 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 that just, you know, I've obviously made my choice. Mm-hmm. I made my choice several times. And, um, and, and, but it still caught me as like, you know, it's not, I'm not, it's not about the legacy anymore. It's, it's about, just about him. It's about him. It's about him. So good. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. Mm. Love it. <laughs> okay. Let me think about who else I could ask you. Um, I'm trying to think about some of the artists that you do several songs um, in yeah. their worship. That you know, kinda... there, there's a couple, I mean, I think a lot of worship leaders will, will tell you that they pull from Elevation Church or Bethel mm-hmm. or Hillsong. And um, of course we do as well, but I don't care who sang it and who wrote it as long as there's fire on it. Yeah. If it, if it's for us and our church and where we're at, I'm, I don't care who wrote it, but I love Martin Smith. Um, he's an incredible writer and the surprise album for me the past couple of years, which we've sung songs out of, which you'd never think is from this obscure band called Bright City. And one of the writers is is Martin Smith. And so um, they have this album. I think it came out maybe um, four years ago. But we have sung at least four songs off that album as wow. a church. And that's saying something because usually you find about one out of a whole album that you really like. Right. But that album um, was a su- the surprise album for me the last couple of years. And then I really loved um, The Belonging Co. They came out with an album um, maybe two years ago now. It has... Lauren Daigle on it and um, Carrie Job and a couple different artists. They kind of came together as this to, to produce this album. And it has a bunch of different artists on it. Um, that was really amazing. And then currently I'm really loving Sarah Reeves. She's got this song out called Easy. And it is so good. The vibe is so who good. Is she, who is that? Sarah Reeves. Okay. She kind of sounds like Ellie Goulding, mm-hmm. but she's not like a wannabe. Like uh-huh. she is rocking what her lane is. She's okay. doing her thing. She's she's doing it well with excellence. And this um, song called Easy, it talks about, well, I think it's called Easy. I'm going to feel terrible if it's mm-hmm. not called Easy. But anyway, <laughs> check it out. Cool. Well, I am a um, Zach Williams super fan. Oh. Uh, okay. So I, literally, I, I mean, I am so crazy about this guy's music and he open for casting crowns oh, so nice. I, I mean for 30 minutes I, I was I was just in the zone and you know he sings Survivor and Chainbreaker and um, it, his album that is sold out ministries um, his that whole album oh, wow. I mean that is the ministry that is, right just that, that's like his, your his, life album yeah, for your, it, it is for your it's ministry. for the ministry yeah and um, so good. a chain breaker right I mean he's a chain breaker and um, so that song you just mentioned is is that is that gal is that is that the name of it? Yeah, just as yes, re-closing. it was called Easy. It was so good. And I think one of the the other songs when we're talking about only Jesus from mm-hmm. Casting Crowns mm-hmm. is the Only Jesus by Brian Johnson. 
from Bethel. Mm-hmm. And that talks about for me and my house, basically, I'm going to serve the Lord. Yeah. I, for me and, and, and where I stand, it's mm-hmm. only Jesus. And mm-hmm. I would recommend that one as well. So good. Well, that's good. Those are great um, suggestions because it's not kind of your, you know, stuff that we hear all the time. And I love to hear about new artists like that. So you guys go search out some of that music and just put it on in the bathroom or in the car and just <laughs> go at it. Yes. And we give you permission. That's right. Um, well, it has been such a pleasure to have you as my guest. Thank it goes you. fast, right? It, it sure does. So fast, and but, let me um, just tell you, if you want to listen on Spotify, I cultivate a playlist called Expression Church Worship, and I'll put up different songs that we're currently singing and new artists and particularly ones that we sing on a Sunday morning. So you can just uh, follow that playlist and I'll keep it updated just for you. That's great. That's awesome. (laughs) Okay. Thank you so much, Pastor Melissa. So fun to have you in the studio. You got to come back. Sounds great. God bless everybody. It's been Amy on the Amy Mills Live Show.